This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. All right. I'll be the fucking sign clap guy. <laughs> Action. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bajor's Dynasty podcast. Still struggling through the 2002 season. Struggling. We're at week 13. Flourishing. Flourishing. That's right, Greg. I agree. This mm-hmm. I don't know. This is the most losses that we're ever going to have to deal with in a season. Oh, I meant our performance. Oh, I'm uh, talking about watching these football games. Oh. Well, Greg doesn't watch. I meant, doesn't I meant showing up on time to these podcast <laughs> recordings. <laughs> you weren't here last week. I know. And I've been here a lot of other weeks. And I only missed one. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that is flourishing for Greg, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of not showing up, uh, this week is the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So I will start off with the bad news. I've already shared this with, with my brothers. Um, I did go to my local Walgreens that Steve and I talked about last week. They did not have the turkey dinner candy corn. They had all the other flavors, but I mean, the autumn mix, it, it just didn't feel right. So They have autumn mix out already? Autumn mix is out. Pumpkins by themselves is out and regular candy corn. Nice. Well, you are wearing a hoodie in August, so... I mean, it's autumn. I am. It, it is it's currently uh, 59 degrees. <laughs> and Andy's going with the uh, man that shows up to game after going to work with hoodie underneath jersey look. I got my work boots on too. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing he's going to do is just show up with like a collared shirt and a tie with a jersey <laughs> over it. Oh, those yeah. Do- Love those it. dweebs at Celtics games. <laughs> What's a bigger hard to move though, that or just no undershirt basketball jersey? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Depends on how hairy your chest is. We should do an online poll. What's worse, like button-down shirt under basketball jersey, or absolutely nothing under basketball jersey? <laughs> I'm a big nothing guy. Yeah, we know. You got to go short sleeve. Yeah, under basketball jersey. Yeah. Preferably if you can get a zip-up hoodie and just wrap it over so you can still see the jersey underneath. That's the, that's the move, but it's not always cold enough. That's true. Cool. Thought a lot about it. I'm a big jersey guy. Uh, yeah, I see that. Considering uh, today, if you're also honor wearing a of, jersey. Yeah. The throwbacks for this Thanksgiving game, I have my Kevin Falk throwback bright red jersey on. But how you have a John Hanna one too, right? Mm-hmm. And a Ty Law one. Ooh. But I'm the asshole for wearing a sweatshirt. Never mind. I, don't know. <laughs> I like your jersey. I think it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing the uh, the baby blue Troy Brown jersey with the the um, the red. What are they? The uh, like the sh- the Trim. fake shadow. Shade. Yeah, the fake yeah. red shadow that they have on it. Pretty slick. So I find rank out. rank the fa- your favorite jerseys out of the three. Hmm. Three. I mean, the only three they've ever had, Steve. Well, there's four now. I like the color rush. Oh, color rush. I didn't consider color rush. The, those ones, the ones you were in the throwbacks are the best. Even yeah. Mom hates them. The, right. the white helmets pop. Mm. They're wearing yeah, them in so, this game. It was sick. 
like I say, this was a throwback game. Too. And I, the, I'm glad we're getting a Detroit Lions fan on today at some point because I feel like it's a whole separate world of sportsdom. And I, I, I'm fascinated by what it's like to be a, a Lions fan. Because even down to the throwback uniforms, you look at them and the Patriots have this like really cool one that's like super retro and everybody loves. And you look at the Detroit Lions and they wear plain blue jerseys and plain silver helmets. <laughs> Fucking cool. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't exciting in the least bit. No, and that was the best part about their whole game back in 2002. We're, we're looking at, you said the most exciting part of the Lions was their throwback jerseys? Yeah, and they were playing. Like, well, Trevor just walked like in, so. Old, like, Reebok <laughs> ones. They're just, like, plain blue. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's yeah. a good way to describe them. <laughs> like, they found them. They got them, like, on the way. They're like, oh, fuck, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's throwback week? Oh, fuck. <laughs> we got to we gotta run to dicks on the way to the game. Hang on. <laughs> Did you see this jersey too? No, you got a Joey Harrington jersey? It was, it was my first ever football jersey. No. I bought at the stadium oh, in the year 2002. Really? Which was oh, the nice. year of Ford Field. Yeah, it was the first year. That's amazing. I know, right? It Here still fits are. you. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. Well, jerseys back then were so big. Like, this is like a meeting. Mm-hmm. So joining us is Trevor. He's yeah, my buddy, listen, co-worker. Introduction, introduction. Huge Lions fan. And somehow agreed to come on. I think I bribed him with turkey and stuffing Thanksgiving sandwiches. <laughs> Man, I like that, Steve. That's oh, not yeah. bad. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna make should do that more often. Yeah, we should do that more often on this podcast. Is really Five set people? the mood. No, set the mood with, uh, you know, to put ourselves in the right mind space to what we're mm. discussing. I'm not above bribing people. Yeah, just, like just watching this game and falling asleep in the third quarter because you've eaten too much turkey. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be great? Like all the fans at the game did. Yeah, it was quiet. That's it was quiet. Ford Field, the first year. Can can we get into this? I want to talk because I did a lot of research on the on the Silver Dome. Yeah, yeah. Give it to me while, while Steve's getting set up over there. Yeah. So this is. Um, the first season of the new Ford field that yeah. is downtown Detroit. Right. So right. Pontiac Silverdome is, a, is the one before and, right. and it's got like a pretty interesting history that goes with it. So uh, built in 1975, it was uh, like the biggest stadium in the NFL up until like the year 2000, 80,000 yeah. 80, plus seater. Yeah. It's a lot of seats. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. In the middle yes. of nowhere. Yeah. Essentially, just like they had this, this big, biggest parking lot you've ever seen. And in the middle of it is this just this even bigger stadium. So bigger than like uh, the Redskins parking lot? Because I feel like About, that's, like that's, that's kind of like what it is. Yeah. Like it's in the middle of nowhere, a massive parking lot. Think of like the same thing. All right. And it's. It's got a fiberglass roof. It's got this weird, like, it was a weird design that they did to it where it's, it's, it's an indoor stadium, but it's not truly an indoor stadium. So it's like, it's got like a Teflon roof with like fiberglass things going through it. So it's actually held up by the air pressure from inside the stadium. So you can deflate the roof. 
Yep. <laughs> Which you may have seen pictures. So, yeah. so what happens is they, once, once Detroit, once the Lions move to Ford Field. Yeah. Um, basically, it's like unused for like eight years. And it's like just sitting there in the middle of fucking mm-hmm. nowhere, wherever. Right. And then, uh, so they go to try and sell it. They sell it at auction in 2009 for $550,000. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? How much did it cost? <laughs> dude, I mean, it's, it's 1% of what it cost to build it in the first place, like 20 years earlier. Oh. It's like the worst ROI yeah. ever yeah. <laughs> like any sports franchise. I saw something that did like a, like an inflation assessment of what the actual like percentage cost was and it was like 0.001 percent of what they paid for it if you account for inflation <laughs> just oh, ridiculous so bad yeah so they pump a bunch of the new owners like pump like six million dollars back into it get it back up and running they actually hold some events there and then in 2013 there's like a big snowstorm and the ice collects on that roof mm-hmm. and oh, basically nice. collapses it because it overcomes the air pressure I remember seeing the pictures of that. And then they were just like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) It was was like one of the coolest like Google Earth things to look at uh, after it had collapsed. And there was like, there's probably still, you can find a ton of cool photos of just like wildlife. Like it was like a jungle just growing Mm -hmm. on the inside of the silver dome. Because there's a bunch of like sitting water in there. And like the, the material, the roof was like, like shedding too so it was like mm-hmm. half the seats were like strewn with this like teflon fucking shit it oh you should God. google like silver dome abandoned it's it's some amazing pictures yeah yeah it is uh how long were they in that stadium when you looked it up because they had it for yeah 75 to 2001 wow oh my God. and they said they had like Dude, the, the Pope went there. They had like 95,000 people there for a mass. Like Madonna, Rolling Stones. They held a World Cup soccer game. The first ever World Cup game indoors was at the Silverdome. Wow. Back in 94 when the U.S. had it. Yeah. So pretty cool. Pretty cool history. To the sta- I mean, the stadium looked pretty sweet, too. They had, I saw like old footage of when it was in its prime. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, it was just this massive playhouse for sports, right? Yeah. And even yeah. like back then, right? At seventy five, I think a lot of the bigger stadiums, well, none were that big. So just the size alone was kind of like a like a wow factor. Yeah. And then yeah. once once the Silverdome was no more, moving to Ford Field, they did like the exact opposite. Like it was like one of when they built it in two thousand two, I think it was like. If it wasn't the smallest stadium in the NFL, it was top two or three, and it's still wow. like a top five small stadium. Because uh, towards the end, the games kept getting blacked out, right? Uh, and they just they just couldn't fill it. Like it was such a <laughs> massive stadium, and they sucked for so long they couldn't fill it. So games would be blacked out. <laughs> that was like a major major issue for like three or four seasons leading up to when they when they moved. Yeah, yeah. Same with uh, the Patriots back in the day. You had to listen on the radio. Yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing that. Those you '80s Patriots. Too many. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> so, uh, do you like Ford Field, Trevor? 
Yeah, I, uh, it's a cool, I mean, like I said, it was, it was a cool stadium because it was the total opposite of, uh, the Silverdome. So they, when they built it, they tried to like center it on like a fan experience and they thought they could do that with like a smaller space. And the location alone was kind of enough to get people excited because it's, there's one street called Bush street or brush street, one of the two. And it separates where the Tigers play, so Comerica Park, yeah. and then where Ford Field is. Yeah, um, so when I, I love stand- that idea. Yeah, so it's it's like if they were ever to get rid of Ford Field, I think they would do what like the Vikings did, where they would demolish their stadium and then build it back up. Or they didn't demolish it; it like you know collapsed. But they would. <laughs> there's no better spot to put that stadium. Like if you were you had to recreate it. Right. I think they would just do it in that same spot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of, a lot of places are moving to that now. I mean, like Philly, I know they have like all four of their major sports all within one complex. Both yep. uh, similar kind of. Yeah. Cause I think, right yeah. Down in Texas. Right. I think that that's similar. Yeah. The Cowboys game was like that. Yeah. From, uh, from the Rangers stadium, you can see it across the parking lot. And yeah. in LA, they just have every single uh, sports team on the West Coast playing the same stadium. And that's it's a soccer cool. stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one goes. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. It's uh I think it was cool. I think they've done like little improvements, but eventually they sort of hit a wall because there's again, it's like limited space with such a small stadium, but they've added like little corks here and there and like improved the, the, like the box seats. And they've uh, obviously with like the Fords owning it, there's like, like the, some of the executive seats are like these, these like crazy nice, like leather, like whatever top of the line Ford car is. They'll like actually have like the car seats in, in the, in the boxes. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, like a chunky. They, they sim- gave the whole stadium, like a ton of like, uh, sides of it are like cobblestone, like, like brick looking, uh, uh, like big, like corridors or like hallways, to give it kind of like a rustic, like industrial, like Henry Ford factory kind of look. Um, oh, okay. So visually, it's 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 a pretty pretty cool looking stadium. Um, but yeah, That's awesome. yeah, I almost went there. Are you are you a, a Michigan fan too? I'm I'm a Michigan State fan. Okay, all right. Because I was last Thanksgiving, I I was I went to Chicago with my wife for work, and we were like, should we go to the Thanksgiving Day game at uh, Ford Field or yeah. Michigan Ohio State was also playing that weekend. Yeah. So we ended up going to Michigan Ohio State, which was I mean that stadium, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Yeah, that, I mean that's literally just a giant hole. It's dude, nuts. Yeah. It's completely overwhelming because there's, there's no like it's not like sectioned either really it's just no. fucking it's you know, it's just like a just, just a hundred thousand people yeah. like it yeah. is a a true bowl yeah penn state was similar too where i think yeah. it was like a hundred and three thousand seat stadium so it became the third biggest um third biggest city in the state on saturdays during penn yeah state. yeah with all the people that, that come in for sure yeah that's crazy. Dude, I love I love stadiums. I love them. What's your favorite? And I, and I don't care who knows it. My favorite stadium. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question, Andy. Ooh. Let me think. Um, 
Dude, Cowboys Stadium, that one was pretty fucking sweet. All right. I mean, I'm a small stadium guy. I think like a good Doesn't small like stadium <laughs> with a lot of atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I picked the biggest one I've been to. <laughs> right? yeah. You're a gaudy stadium guy. <laughs> but that one was just like, I don't know, that was beautifully done with like the sun shining in through it. It's, yeah, yeah. That's a sight to see. You have to check that one out. Uh, Ralph Wilson I, sucks. I really like Redskins <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, you know what stadium blows is the Jets one. Mm-hmm. We talked about Shocking. this already. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it just sucks. Nothing. <laughs> just it's in the middle of nowhere, dude. Despair. Yeah. 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 Garbage. And the Jets play there, which doesn't. Yeah, play. it's got no personality. All right, let's uh, really make Trevor cry about how much it sucks to be a Lions fan. Let's go. Come on. Ooh. Okay. All right. So yeah, let's. Let's get into this game because 2002 is, it feels like peak. I, I know they've been worse, but it just felt like peak Detroit Lions. No, dude, this is probably a year of hope and optimism. Yeah, yeah no, but, well, what I think Detroit what he Lions. means is, is like, I, like prior to that, I think we had drafted uh, a couple wide receivers. Shocking. And then, or it might have been right after that we drafted. It was right after. Like yeah. Charlie Rogers. Uh, or Char- Charles Rogers, right? And then there, so was, I, there was. I wrote there was this down. Yeah. So this is 2002. So this was Harrington. Yeah. So then the year. next year they started that. They went Charles Rogers at two, Roy Williams at seven. The year after, the year after Mike Williams at ten, and then two years after that they finally hit with Calvin Johnson. So yeah, that's how you build. I, Top ten wide receiver in yeah. four. four <laughs> you out start of five from years. the outside in. You work outside in is how you win. And hey, then he retires eventually. early, just like Barry Sanders. It was, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Calvin Johnson, like, doesn't even he hates the Lions. He's like very, very open yeah. about it. He's not a not a Lions guy. Isn't Barry Sanders uh, similar? No, he's he's a big like. I, I love Detroit. Love the Fords. Love like the organization. Uh, oh, right. he's, he's, he's like big, big time Lions Detroit guy. Um, yeah, but no, you're, you're right. Like this was and watching the game, like you just, you can feel it. And there's, there's times when like Harrington's moving the ball down the field and you're like, wow, like it's kind of rookie. Yeah, he's making a, nice a throw. good throw. Yeah, he had a couple. We're like moving the ball a little bit. And then like something dumb happens and like that, <laughs> like the, the build, to like just drop is like that's what it means to be a Lions fan and that in like 2002 obviously like social media wasn't a thing so you didn't have the ins and outs of like what actually happened in the organization which I think helped the organization from looking less like it was just a total fucking disaster right like now (laughs) you can only be so bad at your job before like the rest of the world knows you're bad at your job right yeah, but yeah. then they had like a five-year leash to be shitty at your job but then people were like okay the process really isn't maybe we shouldn't have drafted all those wide receivers this didn't work <laughs> right this was uh i think the prior year in 2001 they were they won two games yeah so this was this yes. was an improvement where they won yeah, three. right they won, they won three <laughs> and 13 won three. and improved from the year before i actually have some like numbers on that like yeah that era so, so nineteen. So Barry Sanders and that like uh, 
Herman Moore, Scott Mitchell, that era ends around like 1999. Yeah. So the, the end of the end of Barry Sanders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 1996 is when they really started. Like they, they had a win. This was their first like losing season after the Barry Sanders stuff. So 96 through 2010. So they had 15 straight seasons with single digit wins. Uh, 2000 through 2001 through 2009, they had a total of 33 wins in nine seasons. So there's less than four wins a year. I want, I want to put that in perspective, (laughs) uh, in two years, uh, I don't know which in two years, the Patriots won 34 games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So 30. Yeah. And then 2008, of course they go. Actually, yeah. Oh, three, Oh, four. Mm-hmm. They, they won 34 games because they won 21 in a row. And if you count playoff games, they won 34 games in two yeah. seasons. And even if you like extend it to their franchise history, it's like kind of hilarious too. Like they have <laughs> 17 playoff appearances in franchise history dating back to 1935. So this is before the merger and all that. <laughs> and the Patriots have had 17 since Tom Brady got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> so people often say like, man, I would really hate to be a Browns fan. Like, it's tough. But if you look at the numbers, the Browns fan is actually a luxury to a Lions fan. <laughs> they, have, they have far more in this. If you give the same time period of, like, 1995 to, to now, they've made the playoffs more, and they have at least one playoff win. And we yeah, said, you know who was coaching the Browns at that time? Uh, Bill your Belichick, guy, right? Yeah. Bill Belichick. That's it's a hot uh, take. And it's he beat a the luxury to be a Browns fan. Right. <laughs> Which is like there's only, there's only that. one class of people that can say that, though, right? <laughs> yeah. One of one. <laughs> and Detroit aren't even that far from each other, yeah. too. It's like, what, three hours? No. And like, so. It's the, ha- think... it's the, the hallway of sadness there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, really, it really is. The Man. hallway of sadness. Like, it's like always... a different kind of Rust Belt. There's this, there's this sense of like when the Browns do come into town or when. Um, when the Lions play uh, in Cleveland, um, there's like a sense of like, you know, we really want to beat each other. But like at the end of the day, we all kind of look around and we're like, fuck, man, this, this shit sucks for everybody. I got a question. Uh, along that you line, understand my pain and I understand your pain. Do you ever sneaky hope you lose those games? Just to be like, at least we're like, the best at something at like being the worst. <laughs> uh, no, no. I don't think they have that luxury. Just, okay. I want right. to win. Well, so it's the honest question. Bad. Yeah, I want to win. You people, they don't understand how bad. Like, I, I just, I don't want to make the wild card. I want to actually just win the division for once. Like one year, I want to be like, we're in the playoffs, and when yeah. I don't have to go to Dallas. Or like San Francisco, or not San Francisco, Dallas, or somebody like that. Like, and I don't have to watch just just the hopes crumble in a in a wild card, which was a good season, nine wins. <laughs> <laughs> which so, this this 2002 season is the the Patriots' least amount of wins for this whole era that we're doing a podcast for. You want to guess how many wins the Patriots had? Nine wins. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is as bad as it gets. <laughs> Shitty season, dude. Literally as bad as it gets. They had a four-game losing streak that we suffered through before you came on, and it's the longest losing streak of the past. Yeah, we almost stopped watching. 
Yeah. <laughs> we, we struggled through it just because we yeah. knew you were coming on. And, and... Have you ever had, like, maybe I should stop watching? Yeah, there's definitely been those times when you you kind of, you look at yourself every Sunday and then, like, Sunday afternoon, because we always get the, the noon games because, right. you know, they're so yeah. bad. Like, 4 o'clock rolls around and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, it's November <laughs> 1st. And I, we got two wins. And last year we had one win. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> See, that's, that's what I always wonder. Is like, when, the Patriots have always been good. And, like, I'll watch any football. But, like, when the Red Sox suck, I, like, I won't. I just, it's not worth my time to invest in the yeah. Red Sox when they're sucking. Yeah. But football is kind of different. So I've always wondered, like, if the Patriots are really bad, would I just start, like, stop watching games every now and then? I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's definitely like uh like football in general is just so like if you're a big sports guy that's one thing but to be like you know football fan I think it's it's another right and it's once a week it's not like you're watching you said the Red Sox or the Tigers and they're even if they're bad you know like all right well I'll put the alerts on my phone and check out the scores but I don't have right. to sit down and watch it right yeah, it's not yeah. as much of a commitment the Lions it's like an, it's like our any football team it's an event right it's once a week yeah. Sit yeah, down, build up watch it, drink some beers. Yeah. But yeah. it just I it's it sucks like losing. It's almost sucks. A curse. Like, I don't think anybody yeah. is like <laughs> nobody gets excited about it. But the, the real the real shitty thing is, and you only you only realize this after I think the age of like maybe like 26, 27, right? Like I'm I'm 28 right now. And I I the something I have no control over, like how the lines play on, on Sunday significantly affects my mood on like Monday, like kind of going into Tuesday. And then like by Wednesday, like I read the practice report and like, I'm, I'm back. I'm all in. (laughs) I get sucked back in, but like as a grown man, like I, it's like the team significantly affects my mood for like 24, maybe 36 hours. (laughs) It's true. Nothing you can do about it. I'm kind of scared of that. I, yeah, because uh, I've been the same way. Yeah, and the Patriots no, haven't. But they've, they've always been good, so it's like yeah. it's manageable. Because ninety percent of the time, you're in a good mood on Monday. Yeah, actually, it's it's more like eighty percent, but still. <laughs> oh, it's and excuse me. Well, actually, <laughs> still. And the 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 thing is, like, it's funny, right? Because if you were to go back in time in two thousand two and be like, man, like we kind of. We really suck, but like sports are cyclical. That's like kind of what you always tell yourself that like it's yeah. going to come back around. And it's like it's too, you know, it's almost 20 years later and we're we're still in that same like maybe not that bottom 3 like we were last year but Stafford got hurt whatever. But it's like they haven't gotten better. Like we've had the re- revolving door of coaches and yep. and like management has changed. So like it hasn't gotten better and like that alone is I think it's really hard to stink and like steer a ship in the wrong direction for, for so that long, long. Yeah. without one guy being like, it's not that hard. I think I can do this the right way. <laughs> and that just hasn't happened. Right. Like that. Yeah, you haven't even like fallen into it by accident or anything. No, it's, it's wild. I had a, I had a tweet like two years ago. And I think I retweet it every year and I, it sums up it. The tweet is my lion's fanhood summed up in August. 
I say our year, like I training camp, you hear all the positive stories, you yeah. read into the beat writers, you're thinking like, this is our year. We're due. I feel it. October rolls. <laughs> yeah, I feel it too. October <laughs> rolls around and you know, some things we've kind of fallen off a little bit, but it's October. So we still got a chance because of Stafford. As long as he's healthy, we got a chance. Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and then I usually tweet out that, that meme from the water boy of that guy that says like, we suck again. And that always happens <laughs> every year. And it's Thanksgiving oh, no. because we always lose that game. And it's like the, the wheels fall off. <laughs> January happens. And, recently i hate the patriots because you guys are always <laughs> there that's fair actually then, wasn't it mitch trubisky this year that uh smoked you guys on thanksgiving yeah, yeah. Uh, like it was like people were talking about him losing his job um like man this guy like he's really not the future and he walked in on thanksgiving day and threw just... like for 250 and like three touchdowns <laughs> yeah 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 Oops. I'm going to look that up because I think it was even worse than that. Yeah. Wait, well, I thought it was their backup, wasn't it? It was Detroit's backup. They had oh, that. that's right. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> 29 yeah, of 30. Cool. This is Mitch Trubisky on Thanksgiving last year. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. 29 of 38 for 338 yards and three touchdowns. Oh. I mean, that's, that's a slot. <laughs> that guy did anything he wanted to do with the football that it's day. Trubisky. Oh, what a first time in his career. Well, how do you feel about Matt Patricia? I was a big – I was on his side for the first year 100%. Last year, it's it's hard to win without your franchise quarterback and not being a set team to win the Super Bowl. Like, if you're set up to win the Super Bowl, I think you have enough pieces to where you can get by with a game manager. But when your team really stinks – you can't, right? The quarterback position, it's, it's been the story of Stafford's career. If you remove him from the situation, we're fighting 0-16 every single year. I think he makes that big of a difference. Sure. So this year is the year for me that's going to tilt, am I a Patricia guy or not? Right now, I still give him the benefit of the doubt. He's in the August phase, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this year August. is going to be different. All right? Matt Stafford, nine-year veteran. Healthy. This is going to be healthy. the if uh, he can do it. Yeah, I know. And, like, you get excited again because the draft rolls around, and you get excited because you're always in, like, the top five or even top ten. So you're getting, like, a, something new and shiny. So you're yeah, like, this like? is – this guy's our – we needed one more piece, and he is it. This, this guy's going to be the difference maker. We're one piece away. And then we're not. Speaking I of think Joey Harrington, they're, they're not that bad this year. <laughs> no, they could on, do it in August mode. Yeah. On paper, they're not – they aren't. It's just it's – there's like you always have this like looming like, some, like something's going to happen. And it's not good. Like, you never get a break. It's always like <laughs> Stafford might roll his ankle running out of the tunnel or, like, something like that, right? Yeah. Like, Sounds like this is the year. Nope. Trevor, this is the year, man. You should get yourself all worked up and lathered up about the 2020 Detroit Lions. You know what it was? It was the fans. They were hurting the team. We just get rid of them. 
Yeah, nine and seven, been playing and then field. losing the wild card. <laughs> this would be like I don't know what like uh, you know like what the future is going to be like with COVID and stuff like that, but uh, all part of me will be very upset if like COVID's still very much like around and the Lions do win the Super Bowl. And when that happens, we oh. can't have a parade. Imagine there's that. no celebration. Oh my god! There's no group. You kind of just look at each other and you're like, hey. We did it. <laughs> Damn, that'd be this is what everybody dude. feels like. Yeah. You guys should root for the Patriots this year. Just because well, for us, it'll be like, well, we you know, celebrated those yeah, other years. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie, there's already been talk about what are they going to do with the Duck Boats this year if one of the Boston teams <laughs> wins another championship. Dude. I love that. I love that confidence. Why not? I agree. When Why not? <laughs> Statistically, yeah, there's a good chance one of the four will win it. Yeah. Plus, with the you know the Bruins are in the second, they're they're in the second round, right? Like Celtics yep. too. Yep. Celtics. Celtics. Swept. Yep. All right. Let's get to this game. Yeah. So, I just want one more thing about this this uh, this Lions team. This we've been doing this for almost two full seasons, and I do uh, a write up of like I do a deep dive on all the the players and everything. This is the first time we've seen an opponent where they didn't have a pro bowler on the team. Really? That's tough. Nobody on this team made the pro bowl. That's Bowl. interesting. I feel like everybody gets like a pity vote, no? You, I'm, not, I'm trying to think there's the clo- at least the one. Closest, the closest guys, um, some, there was a, there's a, I can't think of his name. He's, he's escaping me. You guys probably know if you have the, I don't have the roster pulled up. I should, but. There's a, a dude on the D-line that, that's pretty talented, just in terms of, like, Robert overall Porsche. talent. Robert Porsche. Yeah, he's he's up there in, like, just who's who is one of the better players on our team. Him and Chris uh, Claiborne, I think, on that defense. I have his jersey for some reason. Hans, really? Hanston. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. Hanson, that don't he, go kicker. Don't he, do it. He wasn't. <laughs> like, he was one don't of the best it. in the Please league. don't but. do it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> saying, they send, like, hey, you kicker – Kicker's one step away from the punter, dude. Don't do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're three and thirteen, you think your punter would have the numbers to get in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Oh God. Sean Rogers, he was. He yeah, was Sean Rogers. Actually, that's the dude I was thinking of. You're but thinking maybe, of, yeah. maybe he. I don't know what year he was in in 2002. So maybe he made it later on in the year or maybe in his career. Um. Yeah. Skill position, though, the they were so they were pretty yeah. bare. Yeah. 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 So let's just touch on those. So they just signed Schroden, Schrodinger and Hakeem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here. Hakeem. Yeah. Those are bad uh, signings. Yeah. How's that here? Yeah. And James Stewart, I thought, was probably the only bright spot on this offense. They ran for over a thousand yards and four whole touchdowns. So good for him. Mm. Uh, Joey Harrington would be the starter for, I think, most of the year. Even yeah. though they were talking about they had drafted some guy last year. First round, some quarterback. Yeah, Is that McMahon the dude from Hawaii? McSomething or other. Mike McCann? Uh, yeah, something he like that. He was the yeah. backup. Yeah, I thought he was related to – I thought he was related to that uh, the guy from the Bears. Jim McMahon, yeah. That's different. what I thought, but no. Jim McMahon, because he yeah. looks just like him too. Yeah. He's that kind of an Joey Harrington threw for – not quite 2,300 yards, 12 hmm. touchdowns, 16 interceptions. So and, and just a bit off that Pro Bowl. 
Yeah. And the crazy part is, <laughs> yeah, the, the crazy part is their defense was worse than their offense. Yeah. Yeah. If he you look was, at their league stand, where they stood in the league, for, so for yards, they were 28th in offense and 31st in defense, and for points, 26th and 31st. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not where they, they were just bad across the board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the kicker, dude. But, but oh, yes. <laughs> but Hanson. But Hanson. <laughs> he was, yeah. uh, he's in one of the all time like point scores for Detroit. He said um, that he broke that. He said it this game. game. Yeah. yeah. Was yep, it yep. this game? Yep. They yeah. broke that. That was like that was like front page news. I remember that. That was big yeah. stuff back then. Well, yeah, they probably weren't talking about this game. No. No. <laughs> well, bright spot. Page two. Joey it. Harrington throws four interceptions. <laughs> the, the the thing about Harrington, this like followed him throughout his career too, is I actually do think he he was talented enough to to be successful in the NFL back then. Because I think he was a little bit ahead of his time in terms of uh, being like mobile, but also like having like a, a, a pretty strong arm, right? If that's what made him like a top pick. The problem was just, I think, mismanaging. I think he had literally no leash. Like it was just, all right, Joey, go out there and just kind of do your thing, right? And you can see it in this game. And he has no help around him either. Right. So he just got caught trying to do way too much. Yeah. And I think of when you're in the NFL, like psychologically, like that takes a toll on you event, like year after year after year. Yeah. And then the fans just, they blame you for problems that aren't really yours. You're just trying to go out and win. Right. And uh, so it's a little bit of, he got caught in a bad situation, I think. And I think you see it in this game. Like he does make some really good throws. He mm -hmm. just makes some really bad decisions that a rookie's going to make. Right. Um, yeah, because he threw a, like, what he should have, like, a busted screen pass where you always see Tom Brady just fucking throw it in the dirt mm -hmm. right in front of his feet. Mm -hmm. He threw an interception on one of those, just trying to force it. Yeah, to a and defensive line. he throws the neck, the play comes up again in, like, a quarter later, and he throws in the dirt, and the fans boo him. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking, like, 12 <laughs> starts maximum. For your yeah. No, no, didn't they? They gave him, like, a standing O when he did it. But it was, like, a sarcastic one. Right. It, it was like, <laughs> so it's it's brutal, right? Just just try being that dude. And he was oh, always yeah. very vocal about I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy who who brings the team back. Like I'm gonna be that franchise star, that stud. Right. This is gonna be my legacy. And it like people took that and they like made fun of him for it. Which like it you just feel has, bad. Like <laughs> Jesus. It kind of almost has a similar feel to like Drew Bledsoe back in the day. Like he but, was supposed to be that face of the franchise. And I think he was a bit more successful, maybe because he had more weapons or whatever. He had better coaching or better. Because he had Troy Brown. Stuff around him. But yeah, exactly. But mm. he was always kind of criticized for trying to do too much. Like he's getting sacked and he's throwing the ball over his shoulder backwards blind sort of thing. And it feels like Harrington is in a similar situation, but dealt with it kind of the same way. Yeah. To his own yeah. detriment. I thought David Carr is a similar situation where yeah, yeah. if I think if, if situations Set were different, the they'd be a good quarterback, but the, it's yeah. just like with everything else working against you, you have no chance in the NFL. I think I honestly think there's a ton of quarterbacks that get stuck in shitty situations. Oh God. Yeah. And that's yeah. their defining career. Cause you only get so much time to prove yourself in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, like look Ryan at, Hoyer is the flip side. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. I was going to say, look at literally any Jets quarterback. Browns. Like, how many people are on that yeah. jersey that they have? <laughs> yeah. you, you're t- you mean to tell me all those quarterbacks are terrible? Oh, right. Or is it the fucking organization that sucks, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say Corey Detmer was terrible, but yes. Yeah. That's yeah. why I yeah, always There's like, definitely uh, some that sucked. <laughs> you always hear fans talk about, like, well, like, our quarterback sucks. It's fine. Just get him out of here, and, like, we'll rotate a new one in. And I'm always yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Trust me, that – that quarterback carousel, it's not a fun ride to be on there, brother. No, like, you don't yeah. – like, you just want to – like, he's not the only reason you stink. Yeah. You're just blaming – you know, you're kind of pointing the gun at him. But, like, oh, I don't know. Maybe if you spent some money on your offensive line, instead mm-hmm. of paying a receiver $80 million over the next six years, might be a little better. You're Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah. He fucking sucks ass say. for, like, six years, and now he's in the Pro Bowl. So – uh, speaking of Joey Harrington, though, there was a few things that I found interesting, at least in this oh, game. Oh, boy. The first was, uh, I don't know if this was, what, uh, who was it? Yeah, who was it? I this, should start uh, reading your notes, dude. Yeah, like, good. Organizes <laughs> notes. Yeah. All right. So nice bullet points, Andy. Yeah, You're calling someone yourself. a nerd in your notes <laughs> that you wrote up. <laughs> Who better? <laughs> Who better? You see this? Know what a Do you nerd guys is. see this? He's calling someone a nerd. He's calling Joey Harrington show a nerd. notes. Yes. <laughs> Who better? His show notes organized by person with like links to the timestamped YouTube in it. Are you done? You want to hear why you're fucking nerd? He's shitting on Marty Morningwig's looks, Andy. Come on, dude. He lost his job at the end of this year. Yeah. Have so, a heart. Here's why. Listen. The biggest key for us on offense today is to convert third downs. If you look at the statistics, a team's chances of scoring goes up 62% if you convert one third down during a drive. We need to be efficient and make plays on third down today. What a nerd. Yeah, that's not <laughs> a fucking, fucking nerd. nerd. You're right, dude. Yeah. He's a fucking nerd. Every, every, t- every time a, a, an offense converts a, a third down, their <laughs> chance of scoring a touchdown goes up 63.2%. Yeah, uh, the yeah, standard I'm... deviation from first downs is that <laughs> And also, yeah, they mentioned that uh, that Joey Harrington, of all people, ran a more. He said he ran a more complicated offense in college than he does now. Which oh yeah, I noticed that too. Don't know if that says a lot about the Lions' offense. And Where did he go to school? Two, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. I don't know if that says a lot about Joey Harrington. And that was like before Oregon was like, yeah, big popular university, right? Yeah, they were right, still right, just right. kind of like Pac-12, sort of irrelevant, sort of good, but. Like no flash. Right. You know? Did you yeah. the the guy that the Chargers draft? Did you hear that? And the, they were asking him about it. Like he's the guy from the quarterback from Oregon, Herbert. Yeah. And they were mm-hmm. like, "Who who do you like compare your game to?" He's like, uh, "Joey Harrington." And they were like, um, "Oops, are you sure?" <laughs> uh, Mariota, you sure? Weird, 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 weird move. Are you sure? <laughs> But he's like, they're both born and bred like Oregon guys. Yeah, like they they're from that region. So I think he's still like, a, like pretty well respected in like the Oregon community. You know, I think so. I think so too. And again, like I I think when a lot of people look back on it, they they blamed Joey less and less and less, and yeah. started again realizing that it was he was sort of set up to fail. Yeah. And then especially if you've already got super high hopes for him, you're from that area, anyone, you know, Oregon coaching staff, like big fan of Oregon, whatever. 
they obviously give him the benefit of the doubt. And I mean, I I'm, I'm obviously on that train too. Yeah. Well, I think that's a perfect segue into Marty Morningwig. Um, because you're right. I know you guys read my note, but that haircut does make it look like he has a comb over in the back of his head. I don't know how he did that, but I didn't notice that. Andy, you, you guys know who replaced him you, next year? I, no. Who was it? Um, Steve Mariucci. Oh, the moose. Oh, That's the right. Mooch, yeah. That's right. And so, people, people really thought he was the savior. Like they, that was when the hot, the hopes were, through the roof on this guy because he was still pretty good back then post niners moochie yeah you, oh, yeah. Thought we we're gonna be the next that's us yeah do you know why that's kind of like the uh the panthers with george seifert too same sort of thing oh yeah a lot, a lot of failed 49ers coaches similar to mm-hmm. the patriots coaching staff lately Did, I, um, it looked like um uh what's the guy the the Mangini. Doesn't he look like Mangini? Yeah, he definitely looks yeah. like Mangini. Mangini with bad hair, which yeah. is tough to do. But not as fat. True, yeah. Um, so I think that may th- – this this to me is probably why he got fired. Oh, Coach, man. a lot of pressure on your quarterback. 11 hurries. How do you get Joey calmed down and turned around here in the second half? Well, really, we rushed a few of them. Uh, they're a pressure defense. You know, we threw a bunch of interceptions. Without the interceptions, geez, it's a close football game. So I'll calm him down here at halftime. He took, took us down there for a, a, a two-minute drive for three points. So, All right, Coach. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> that guy belongs <laughs> coaching kindergartners. Dude, he, he's are a, you shitting me right now? He's ba- he bags your groceries. There was a Willikers, I tell you guys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Can you imagine walking in on Thanksgiving for millions of people? That dude walks in at halftime and is supposed to fire you up. That guy looks like the dude that's supposed to fix something because your helmet broke. Or like, oh, shit, the plumbing's backed up. We got to call Carl again. And he comes in and he's like, well, gosh darn it, guys. Let me go help you. Do you have a red Gatorade instead of yellow? (laughs) That's nightmares. That's nightmare fuel. (laughs) But like. If there was a movie made about him, it would be played by Chevy Chase putting on a really, really bad accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that character. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a stereotypical, like Midwestern, like, hey, guys. Happy-go-lucky. Not yeah. a care in the world. I think you guys are shucking corn wrong. Let me show you how to like, do it. He goes, he, that dude goes home and his, like his wife doesn't watch. She's not a football fan. So she goes <laughs> home and she's like, how was work? And he was like, well, it was a tough day. You know, we lost again, uh, but we're getting better. And then she controls the remote because he's a pussy and a cock. He <laughs> 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 just watches Housewives of fucking HGTV. Ohio. Yeah, I was like, the fuck? I don't know. Nobody <laughs> respects that dude. How like, flies I, in Michigan? Practice, it yeah. just, it was run amok. Like, he'd have yeah. his clipboard out, and people would walk by, and they, 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 fuck, they just smash they'd it. Knock it out of his the old, Like, they <laughs> put his finger on the chest and kind of yeah. flick your nose. They yeah. do that to him all yeah. the time. They don't let him have a whistle. <laughs> they'd hide it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dog whistle. No one can hear it. <laughs> dude. Uh. Marty. Which I think all the uh, poor Marty, all the penalties kind of make sense now, right? After hearing <laughs> yeah, that, no shit. 
the, the, oh. Detroit actually had uh, an offsides penalty on a kickoff in this game. Yes, which led to a huge return from Branch. Branch, right? Yes, from Dion Branch, yeah. Uh, that was after their first – Right at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, after their first field goal. Yeah. They settled for a lot of field goals in this game, all four of them. Very consistent. Dude, Hanson, pro bowler. Yeah. Yeah. I love those numbers. Did you see him break down and make the tackle on Dion Branch? Yeah. If they had that uh, highlight in the that's, highlights. That's generous. <laughs> but he, Commentators loved it, though. Yeah. Well, you gotta get so he made to him make cut back bowl. inside. It looked I like think. me out there trying to make a tackle. <laughs> I think so I figured I, uh, it out. I, I, I was an out. intern with the Lions before I actually started working at Billy Casper Golf. Really? We did a bunch of like kids camps. That was like it was like the they call it their football education department, which is pretty <laughs> cool. Basically, you go around and the line set up uh, camps for like little kids like around the state, um, and it's super cool. I think a lot of teams in the NFL, you know, they they have that 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 programmer aspect of their their business set up right, and uh, so a lot of times they they'd invite either current players. Um, like rookies that are just getting started or they'll do like alumni players. So they had like Herman Moore come out one, one, one week for camp, which was cool. He's, he's a super cool guy, super great with the kids. Uh, and then there was Jason Hansen who also came out to one of the bigger camps at Ford field and uh, super cool guy. He was like the epitome of like a kicker. Like he just was kind of <laughs> like super goofy joking around and, uh, he kept saying like everything was tight. Like he did that old guy thing where he's like, oh, he would move a drill and he'd be like tight. And, but then you see him on the sideline, like working on his golf swing, like without a glove. <laughs> um, and I was like kind of nervous to talk to him, but I was at a station with him, and uh, he was a, he was, a, he was a cool guy. He, uh, he would kick kind of bump with the kids a little yards. bit, but yeah. Do you meet Barry Sanders? No, I've I've gone to like him, like speaking, you know, like uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He, things that he's like spoken at, um, and the guys within like my boss at the time and other dudes that I've worked with, they've they had a chance to meet him a bunch of times, and they said he's kind of as advertised, super cool yeah. dude, down to earth, super humble. Yeah, very very humble. Um, so I just want to say that um, the Detroit Lions putting on football education, anything. Is like this podcast putting on anything educational? Yeah, it's just the wrong people to do it. You know what's even funnier is they they were like they're like one of the first. They like kind of are like pioneering this <laughs> business structure of oh God. for like other NFL teams that are now reaching out to the Lions to say like how do we set up something similar for our team? They like what's they the, kind of pioneered it. What's the quote? <laughs> uh, those that can do and those that can't teach right ah. mm. yeah, there it is yeah. <laughs> marty morningwig's in charge <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, he'd, he'd be good at it <laughs> yeah, well it's, it's, that's statistically where... if yeah. you convert third downs you're 92 percent better chance of winning all the kids are fucking breaking down <laughs> <laughs> no they're not <laughs> shut up joey Grown man, go my Joey. I can't believe they allowed that at the beginning, just him to rattle off some facts. Maybe he uh, spent a little more time in the in the playbook rather than crunching numbers. <laughs> yeah. I would throw four interceptions there, Joe. I feel like I've never seen anybody throw. I already wrote this down. I've never seen anybody throw so many almost interceptions. 
Brett Favre. There's a bunch of tips in that game too. Yeah. They, yeah, like every single incompletion was tipped at least twice. Yeah. <laughs> Went the other way though. We had that one sick tip to uh, I think it was Dion as well. That's true. Pat. Yeah. Uh, it was Patton. He like oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Caught yeah, that yeah. ball like it's like that was like on a turf. Big, it was like on like a big third down. Like early, I think yeah. too. Yeah. But that's that kind of dichotomy between the Patriots and the and the Lions, like right exactly. there. How many yeah. how many balls got tipped in this entire game? And when a Patriots ball gets tipped, it gets caught by a Patriot. Like a big game. When a Lions ball gets tipped, it's an incompletion or at best mm-hmm. an interception. Yeah, it's uh, it's that's the that's that's the epitome. <laughs> oh boy! So I was on Morning Wags. Uh, Wikipedia, yeah, seems like he got into a little bit of trouble back in college. A little bit of a bad boy. Yeah, I was going to bring this up if you didn't. Oh, Montana suspends two starters. Did you did you bring up the article, Andy? No, I just saw that he got uh, he was academically suspended or something like that for a year in college. That's what it looks like. He, wasn't he like the starting quarterback or something? Whoa. He was. He was a four-year yeah. starter at Montana, the big did Grizz. Like, well, three. <laughs> but did he, yeah. like, not say thank you one time or something? No. He probably, like, he was, like, finger-painting something, and he yeah. hung it up, and it just it was, it was like a big yeah. dick. So they just were like, this, this can't count. <laughs> but, it, but it was by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I swear, I swear, purpose. it was a rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that bad. <laughs> Those are flames, not pew pears. He was probably finger banging the coach's wife, is what he and was doing. And the Detroit Lions are like, you, I'm on the other hiding. side. I think fucking yeah. Morning hiding something. I think yeah. Slow playing us. The Detroit Lions are like, no, you know what? You. You're in charge. Let's... Uh... So, usually, we, ha- we actually haven't done this yet. Usually we give a, a watchability score. Oh yeah. Games. Um, Trevor, did you watch the whole game? I did the shortened version of it, so that like twenty oh, minute. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, what's what's the what's the scale? Uh, oh, on? Is it like one to I'm five. So or? glad you asked. Uh, we <laughs> we do uh, out of six Lombardies. How many do you give it? So one to six Lombardi. You can do halves with AC championships. So like I'm gonna yeah. give it maybe four, three Lombardis in the AFC championship, four Lombardis right around there. Really? I would go from I would I would go to like two two Lombardis and and like an NFC championship. Right. Yeah, you don't I don't get you to do that. You have to win them to do that. Oh. Yeah, I don't think you have any. But... So just, so just, well, we don't have any Lombardis either. So do I get, I go zero. <laughs> you got two wins, two and a half, two wins and a tie. Okay. All right. Uh, two all in sixteen seasons. Yeah, I'm seeing it in like a picture. <laughs> I would, I disagree with Stephen. I would give this like a two out of six. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, I have Thanksgiving game has to have a fucking extra Lombardi on it. This this game I I gave it an extra Lombardi. This game was probably the least exciting stars. This is the the least exciting Patriots win I've seen since we started doing this. That's I agree. That's the thing. It's just it wasn't super exciting. Brady wasn't good. 
the defense was still giving up a shit ton of rushing yards to a, a Lions team who came in here, what, like three and seven or something? Right. It didn't look like they wanted to be there. It just it's your uh, who gets your turducken award, the John Madden. Uh, actually, I don't know who's the biggest guy on the field. No, Vince actually, Wilfork here, right? Oh, uh, what's his name? Bobby Hamilton. No, I'm going to give it to Jeff Gooch. Gooch? <laughs> Jeff Gooch. Dude, you know Gooch? He's... Wait, which team was he on? The Lions. But his name is <laughs> Jeff Gooch. So is he... he's, he's Jeff a linebacker. Gooch? Dude, Lyndon, Lyndon Gooch, he's one of my favorite soccer players right now. <laughs> what about Taylor Gooch, the golfer? Taylor? Uh, what about Gucci Man? Mm. Mm. The rapper. Slash these guys, these guys are all related, right? It's mm-hmm. all one weird family? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jeff Gucci awesome. had uh, four tackles, uh, two solos, and that was all he did this game. But his name is Jeff Gooch. Wait, and so, is Tyler Gooch my, the guy that looks like he's Blake McElroy? McElroy, yeah. Well, he looks like Roy, Roy McElroy and Blake Griffin. Right, had yeah. a kid. Yeah. It, Lyndon Gooch is actually a pretty legit American soccer player who plays on England or in England on Sunderland right now. <laughs> and he was like lighting it up for him last year. Oh, they have Jeff Lyndon Gooch, Gooch yeah. and they have Max yeah. Power. Remember the uh, oh, Simpson? <laughs> yeah. The, the team is just stacked full of funny names. <laughs> So I'm, I'm looking at the the roster and guys that I think lasted the gauntlet for the Lions, like Schlesinger, I'm not including him because he was like an older dude at the time, yeah. but he's like a fan favorite. But rookies that year, so Joey Harrington obviously was one. Dominic Rayola was the center. Oh, yeah. And he ended up being a starter for a pretty long time, spent his whole career in Detroit. Um, Jeff, Same with Jeff Backus. Mm-hmm. He was there for a pretty long time too, yeah. which is like frustrating to read and think about because you're like, so you had, we had two anchors on the offensive line, which is a decent amount for a shitty team. Yeah. yeah. You should be able to build around and, and one, right. In one draft, you had two, you got two anchors, not in the first round. So they were later, they were really good picks. And we just didn't, just couldn't convert with a good offensive line. Not winning with a decent offensive line in the NFL is just like it's like having a huge cock and just not just being a virgin because you're just not into sex. You're just like, eh, you know what? Not for me. I've seen a couple pornos and it just doesn't seem like I'm into it. Spoken <laughs> uh, like a true Lions fan. <laughs> I think my turducken probably goes to Mike McMahon, the backup quarterback. Because he was actually in on multiple plays in he this game. A, he caught a pass, didn't he? He caught a pass yeah, out of the did. backfield. Yeah. So the OG Taysom Hill. Yeah. yeah, the 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 Lions actually decided to run a two QB play. They did it twice, and the other time he ran like a wildcat, like mm-hmm. QB draw, and uh, your boy Joey Harrington actually went and tried to throw a chop block on Otis Smith. <laughs> I think we did not appreciate it. <laughs> OG, Joey Harrington, the OG Sam Darnold, too. Seemed like no. a bunch of mistakes trying to do too much on a terrible, terribly run franchise. Yeah, who was the quarterback? Nerdy. Who was the quarterback that lined up wide? I think it's the Dolphins, maybe. 
and just like, oh no, he was the Jets, uh, who what? who lined up wide on on a uh, on another one of these kind of plays, and the defensive back like jumped him, and he like flinched really bad. It may have been oh, Sanchez. I remember this. I don't remember who it was. I think yeah, it that was Sanchez, Sanchez for the Jets. Yeah. So I feel it was like Cutler that just stood there with the most like disinterested look on his yeah. face. I remember that, where he just like stood there and was like, just like a fucking like, just didn't even move. Yeah, <laughs> classic Cutler. I fucking love Cutler. I'm, I'm a Cutler guy too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not a I'm not. A, Bears are my least favorite favorite team in in our division. Um, but I I love smoking Jay Cutler. Is yeah. that dude? He is so funny. I yeah. mean, talk about having a big dick and not using it, Jay Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> and like it was almost by design. He liked, he enjoyed it. Like that dude loved nothing more than just chilling on the bench. Yeah, just collecting a fat contract. Just and not you're never gonna change him. He'll never change him. No, I love that Wait, dude. If yeah. the Bears are your least favorite team in the division, who's your least favorite team ever? The Patriots. Least favorite team ever. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to actually rank it, yeah, like they, they fall into the category. It's weird where they're definitely the top, like my top three least favorite, but also like number one favorite. It's like uh, I love to hate them, but like I can't, I can't run it's away. Abusive, it's an abusive relationship. Yeah. Is what, it is what about the, the Packers? Because they dominated the, the Lions for years, right, with the, the Favre into Rodgers. Yeah. Um, but the so – the the thing about and this goes back to a lot of fans too is i can appreciate packer fans because it's it's kind of all that area has so they're 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 all in and they're as fans i really don't think they're that bad and i think it's because of the area like they just they're like it's hard to be like kind of swaggy about like a, like the Packers, right? Yeah, like there's not, there's never really anything flashy about it. So it's yeah. it's nothing that you can really get too, too upset about. Uh, the Bears are kind of the opposite, where even when, like, they have the history, so they're super in your face about that. Yeah. Um, and also, like, they just – I mean, they're, they're huge cocks about it. just everything in their city. It's, like, it's, it's great and it's incredible. And, like, it's not because it's, like, negative 10 yeah, for, like, four months fuck. out of the years. <laughs> and, like, they love to tell you how great they are. And then, like, they're, like, the, the, the nicer version of, like, Detroit, right? If you take away their history, they're, like, massive underachievers. That's true. But they won't tell you that. What about I can agree with that. Uh, Vikings, I'm a little screwed. Uh, I'm a little skewed because my uh, my mom's family and my mother they're like huge, huge Vikings fans. So I'm a little skewed in terms. So whenever I meet a Vikings fan, obviously I always, you know, hey, like oh, I'm a Lions fan, but uh, <laughs> that's always like you know, no one rips on the Lions fan in the NFC. Um, but it also leads into the conversation of like, well, like my family's from Minnesota, like my mom's a huge Vikings fan. So I've never had an issue with, with them or the, or the team really. It's hard to have an issue with any team when you're just, you know, you're so bad, right? Couldn't you have been a Vikings fan? I could have. And there was, there was, a, there was a point where I thought about jumping ship. There's <laughs> still time. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't blame you. Well, it was like when they were really rolling. I was a 
I, I really did like Culpepper. Like when I had Madden, uh, I liked yeah. playing with, with Culpepper and Culpepper Moss. And Moss baby. And uh, I Just can't Carter. remember the, yeah, we the, talked about the, the running back's name. Back Robert, Robert Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were like they're just like a fun team to play with, and like my mom would always watch them on Sundays and stuff. Um, and I really thought about it. I was like, man, like, this seems like a better life. <laughs> <laughs> seems happier. <laughs> um, and I don't know if it was like they also sort of like underachieve. And my mom's like, she gets really intense in the games, and I don't. I just didn't know if I wanted to be a part of that. Like I got my own thing and my own misery, and I feel like if I just ship to yours, which doesn't seem that great, I'm just what am I doing here? It seems like a different kind of misery because they they're tantalized with almost success mm-hmm. on what feels like a bit more of a regular basis. Yeah, and I would agree. The heartbreak is probably they haven't won stronger. a Super Bowl, right? Uh no, I, I don't think so. They're one of the. Th- they're one of the three, but they've been to they've been to a couple. They've been to, yeah. Uh, but no, I don't I don't think they've ever won one. Yeah, so I think we're the only. You might you might have to look this up, but we're there might be one other team other than the Lions that's never been to a Super Bowl. The Browns Texans, probably somewhere like you know. Yeah, you're right. I think it is the Texans. Uh, the Jaguars. No, they never. Uh, is it? The Browns, Jags, Lions, Texans. Okay. Yeah. Browns, Jags. Yeah, Browns, like, they were good, though, when the NFL started, you know? Yeah, the list of yeah, teams that's never won is pretty long. Bengals, yeah. Bills, Browns, Cardinals, Chargers, Falcons, Jags, Lions, Panthers, Texans, Titans, Vikings. Yeah. The Vikings uh, were the first team to make it to four Super Bowls. They were also the first team to lose four Super Bowls. Mm. It's tough. The Bills would right. like a word. Yeah. <laughs> the Bills did it more here. efficiently. Hold on one second. Bills did it more efficiently. <laughs> How do they even rate the games they watch? <laughs> <laughs> so today we're rating this from zero stars to one star. <laughs> How <All right>. wide left? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right. So do you want to do some best and worst? Sure. All right. Greg, you want to go first? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking slow play my hand here, see what you guys come up with. Uh, I'm going to ask you that every week, though. Steve, you want to go first? Uh, Sure. Sure. I don't really have any worsts. That's why I thought this game was good. Okay. I have a couple bests, though. Did you see, uh, Andy, you're the only one who's going to know this because you're the only one who watched it, but <laughs> when they're coming in out of commercial, did you see that guy dressed as a pilgrim? <laughs> yeah. He was just he's fat as fuck, and he's like pointing, <laughs> and you can see like three inches of his stomach sticking out. Oh, <laughs> I was fuck like, yeah. It, it oh, made, that's America, baby. <laughs> it, yeah, it, no, that, that definitely made uh, Greg Gumbel and Phil Sim speechless. Like, they, yeah. they, they, they couldn't run with that at all. There's also another... There was also another fan that had um, a full-size turkey costume. Which yep, I don't even yeah. know where you get that. Like an adult-sized turkey costume. You made it. It's Detroit. It, it looked homemade. <laughs> you might be right. Did you see a lady in the lion print like jacket with a lion, like a, a real lion on her head? Not a real lion, but like a stuffed lion on her head that had a bow on its head? Which one? 
I feel like there was multiple of those. The lion on her head had a bow <laughs> on its head, and oh, she was right. wearing like a lion print. It was ridiculous. Yeah, there was a lot of lion so some print. gems in the stands for sure. No, for sure. But my my best best is obviously, I I tried to edit the Wikipedia for this. I couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> they probably like blocked me out. But I love this under Troy Brown's accomplishments section. It doesn't list the 2002 All Iron Award winner, and. You know, I would like to correct that if if we can. So, yeah. So I guess Greg Gumble and Phil Sims were giving away a trophy, and I got excited until they showed the trophy, and it was a <laughs> block of, a block of wood with an old school iron on top of it. Yeah, like the yeah. Monopoly piece iron. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. No, this is football. What? Oh, oh, let me this guess, Andy. Garbage. Trophy. Everybody needs a trophy, right? What are you, a fucking no. millennial? Jesus this Christ! Is a, this is a fuck. This was a. Oh, your, your, your trophy's not fancy enough, but that's what you're complaining about, they Andy. Gave it to Troy Brown. I Price. guarantee Troy Brown did what uh, Belichick does with AFC Championship trophies. Just like, yeah, fuck this, it. There you go. Somebody take this. Well, here's my problem. Let's go in the garage. CBS is giving out a goddamn Monopoly piece, and Fox is over here giving out six-legged turkeys. That's what, what I'm fuck? saying. That's what it was. Six. Well, are those turduckins though? Yeah. I'm pretty. Why do you think they have six legs, Greg? (laughs) Nah. Steve over here is fucking cooking a chicken, trying to call it a turkey. You're fraud. You're just jealous. You didn't get one of those fucking turkey (laughs) and stuffing sandwiches for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Go get one right now for fucking five ninety eight at Target. (laughs) Yeah, but was it made? Target. Rotisserie chickens. They sell them shits everywhere. <laughs> Are you talking about sandwiches? <laughs> you got a gas station, Target, by, right? Target. Uh, all right. So, so that's your best. Is is the award that he won? Yeah. How how would that not be, be my worst? Best. That would be, that is cool. That was gonna be my worst. Was that, that was your oh, worst controversy? It was one of them. No. Troy Brown had a great game. All right, like I'm ready. I'm, Everyone else had like nine. I'm ready for mine, Andy. He did. He had, uh, the rest of the team had eight. <laughs> All right, let's hear it, Greg. Well, my best is just the, the holiday of Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, can we all agree it's the best one? Yeah. You don't have to worry about gifts or anything. All you got to worry yeah. about is overeating. Yeah. Football. And there's football on all day. And you just fucking eat a fat meal, take a wait, day Wait, 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 wait. How do the Lions fans feel about it, though? Because they uh, play on Thanksgiving question. every year. So I, I think the general feeling is that we, we love it because we're, we're on every year. That's true. Okay. Because it's like, it's, it's cool to just have games on in general, right? Like if you're, if you're a sports fan, you're like football all day, this is great. But knowing that at least good or bad again, right? Cause you're like by Wednesday, you're, you bought back in. So by Sunday, you're really in and you're or by Thursday. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good on Thanksgiving. So you're, you're all in and it's your team and it's a holiday. There's food, like, like all that good stuff is just amplified by the fact that. And the game's not blacked game out, I TV. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But then doesn't yeah. like Mitch Trubisky ruin it for you? There, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it's always like. No, the Lions ruin it for him. Uh, if, if you're in a room full of Lions fans and you, and you lose, like misery loves company. And oh, it's funny. like a good, it, like the lines have been bringing families together <laughs> in hatred. <laughs> it's yeah. like the, since the twenties or whenever they. they, yeah, it, they it doesn't matter how how bad <laughs> right? the, uh, the meal was. Yeah. <laughs> so, did, interestingly enough, uh, they they played on Thanksgiving. The Pats and Lions played on in two thousand as well. Do you know that Brady's Brady's first ever oh, throw right. in the NFL was on. Yeah. 
Thanksgiving yep. 2000. for three. Yeah. And then again in 2010, they played both wearing throwbacks. Yeah. Because I got this game confused. I was like, this is going to be a blowout because I had remembered the 2010 one. That was like yeah, 30 something. To, uh, yeah. 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 And then 2012 was the butt fumble. That, those are the four times the Pats have played Thanksgiving. 2010, wasn't that, wasn't that the year the Patriots clinched the division on Thanksgiving? There was one Thanksgiving game. It might have year, been like a probably two thousand two thousand seven. I imagine might have been it, but I remember they clinched it on Thanksgiving. They clinched the division. Wow. Yeah, maybe it was two thousand ten. I think they were pretty good that year. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That may have been their fourteen and two year. I just yeah. remember one Thanksgiving game where I feel like it was a later game because I remember the first bit of it when Dad got that electric wine cooler and we tried to like drink the bag wine to make it fit in there. <laughs> yeah. And then someone got in a fight. And I was I was all amped up, and mom was super mad at me. <laughs> that's, that's about that's all I remember. I'm pretty sure that was Thanksgiving. Might have been Christmas. Probably not Christmas. I don't know. It was some sort of big dinner. No, I'm pretty sure that was Thanksgiving. Yeah, I remember that, that was one. that was last year, Steve, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the year before. Yeah, and that was every, and every year before. We gotta stop getting dad electric wine coolers. We gotta, we gotta stop wine. getting you bags of wine. It was his. It's all yeah. dad's fault. That, that that feels about right. All right, so my worst, I, I'm looking through this article of Marty Morningweg getting suspended at college. This is 1983. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the advertisements. And RCA, like block TV, 25-incher, 600 bucks. For how 600 big bucks, dude, for a TV. That's 20, get, like a fucking... 25-inch. <laughs> 25 inches, dude. Um, I was look. I was expecting to see prices be like super low, but everything's wicked expensive. Do you not know how technology works? Yeah, what a nerd! That's exactly how it works. <laughs> Dude, eight hundred thirty-nine dollars for a twenty-five incher. That, what? That's not even true, Andy. Fucking iPhones are still going up. Yeah, but they're getting cost more every year. Faster. Okay, Andy, explain to me how technology <laughs> works. Okay, Mister <laughs> Fucking Hot Pants. Bro, I've I've seen you try to work technology. You're beyond help. All right, go fuck yourself. What's your best and worst? <laughs> All right. Um my best was um the referee in this game who had a black eye and twelve Damn. stitches from getting lit up the, the week before in pregame and he had to miss the game because he was getting twelve stitches and a black eye. I thought that was a ridiculous way to get hurt or get 12 stitches. We got hit in he pregame. Got run into or something, yeah, in pregame uh, before the game. But he was, yeah, it was like the worst referee injury. I, don't, I can't remember any like yeah. referees really getting jacked up. Yeah. So uh, since we actually cool. haven't talked about this game, I'm going to throw out some other bests, which were um, Teddy Bruschi and his pick six. And I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. I want to I want to put up the point that Teddy Bruschi probably has the best hands out of any NFL player who wore a neck roll. Because mm-hmm. he makes some quality catches across the middle there. I that know, was his second pick six of the year. It what was about Zach Thomas. Oh, Zach did he Thomas. ever wear a neck roll? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, no, he did. But let's how see how many career interceptions he's yeah. got. How many pick sixes does he have? Because 
this was the the very stereotypical oh. brewski. How like, many brewski have? What about some fullbacks? Brewski had like four in three years. Somehow we looked, we talked about this. Yeah, so, you want to do you want to so guess? Neck roll. Yeah, back you want to guess Zach Thomas's career? Uh, continuing. I'm gonna say like eight. Yeah. Pick six, Andy. No, just uh, interceptions. Oh, interceptions. I don't know. But yeah, probably like eight or ten. Seventeen. Damn. Hey, how many interceptions does Teddy have? Because we just talked to pick sixes the other day. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, how many of those went for touchdowns? None, because he's on the fucking. Ball. I never know how to spell Brewski. B R E W S K I. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, st- I still can't look at what is it? B R U. No, B R E W S K I. Fuck, fuck me, dude. Oh, but Teddy Technology. That's spelling, dickhead. Twelve. Best best hands of the neck roll. Fucking yeah. Zach Thomas. Oh, are you happy now, Greg? You should have gone Teddy Brewski. Yeah, how dare you? Man had a hole in his heart. He still came back and played football. You're going to shit on him for this? Cool. Yeah. Well, anyways, back to people getting hurt in pregame. <laughs> I was watching uh, Quentin Nelson, the, the guy for the Colts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His, like, top 100 thing. There was, like, in pregame, there was a punter, like, just practicing, and it, like, hit. he hit a couple near him. And then, so... Nelson like grabs the ball and punts it like 60 rows deep and then goes in, up into the punter's face is like, you fucking do that again. I'll kill you. <laughs> Dude, Quentin Nelson is, is, is nuts. He's a psychopath, man. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I wanted to get that story in and you'd already moved on. So I just want no, to fair enough. Sorry to interrupt. Um, my worst is probably the page is getting a pump blocked. That was ugly. Yeah. Uh, and that was the first punt block of the Lions season. And okay. also... The Lions wasted it anyways, though. They did. They wasted I a lot think, of things. I don't even season. think they got a field goal on that one. I uh, don't believe they did, no. <laughs> no, because Harrington threw a pick to uh, Willie McGinnis a couple plays later. And then um, the other... Uh, this is in... Uh, Solidarity with Mama Brown. But Troy Brown out there wearing number 80 in the throwbacks looked like Irving Fryer. Mm. And, that crossed uh, my mind too. And the whole Patriots offense looked like uh, an Irving Fryer-led Patriots offense where he was literally the only thing going for them. Because he had 10 catches for, it was like 100-something yards. and the rest 111, had, I think. Yeah, and the rest of the yeah. team had eight, eight catches combined. So it was literally One being a tip. Ball to Patton. <laughs> right. That was uh, intended for Troy Brown. Of course. So that was probably my worst, I would say. That or James Stewart getting knocked out by his own teammate. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. you just pile on the worst song, huh? Poor Trevor. Come yeah. on. I got plenty of them. <laughs> Dude, one and a half fucking Lombardi, Steve. Andy is That's true. Tough man to police. It was not a great game. The throwbacks, dude. Thanksgiving. They the the throwbacks. I was really looking forward to this game. No, I am on the opposite train of I think most people do like the Detroit throwbacks, and I think I think they look stupid. I've oh, never been stupid. a fan. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah, they there's nothing to them. Yeah, right. not as, Green Bay ones. They're not as bad as Green Bay. Yeah, I, I, I agree. There are some worse, but 
it, it's right. So I guess like, yeah, they, they, they haven't changed the color scheme and the, they've kind of just gradually upgraded it. But I just, if there's something bad, like you just, you don't have to bring it back to history. Like just kind of <laughs> leave it there. Like wear something else. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's, it's okay. Because like, I get it. If you look like shit, I'm going to play like shit. Nobody gets pumped up putting on like that fucking blue t-shirt. <laughs> Dressing like that pilgrim in the stands. I don't care. There you go. Dress like turkeys. Fuck it. <laughs> there, there's not even a line on their throwbacks. No, yeah. Oh, no. and back, well, back when they had, so they, if you look at like the evolution of the lion, like logo, it used to be, there was a version of it the, that's like super, super cool. But I think the early, early version, it's, it's like really complicated. Like it wouldn't look good on a jersey. It's yeah. kind of, it kind of has to be blown up to look good. Well, anything's better than those fucking practice or flag football jerseys. Yeah, those are just like, hey, Reebok, no budget. Send us what you got. Like, oh, okay, we got these uh, blue ones. Yeah. Are the numbers right. extra? Yeah. No? All right, we'll take them. <laughs> they, they ironed the numbers on yeah. before the game. Well, our, <laughs> coach was wrong. Just the, the, our coach was just the worst negotiator of all time. <laughs> yeah. all. Who do you think just, ironed the numbers yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> Matt Millen. Of Matt Don't Miller. worry, guys. We'll be ready by kickoff. <laughs> it's just sitting there. Dude, the best jerseys ever are the creamsicle box jerseys. They're up there. Mm. They need to wear those again. They're They're old. That logo is sick, too. Like yeah, the, Cav- yeah. the Cavalier looking kind yeah, of pirate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the they windswept the bucket. Does he have a knife? Yeah, yeah he has a knife. Yeah, his yeah that's cool. Yeah, they're fucking sweet. All right, Trevor, you got you got best and worst for this game? We well, need worst and worst. That's fine. Uh, well, the, the best was the punt block because I think those are, like, few and far between. Yeah. Uh, and that was almost returned for a touchdown, so that was cool. The worst was actually the Brewski INT for, for a touchdown because as I was watching the, like, the highlights or whatever, the shortened version of the game, but you could – the Lions had just gone down and scored. I think no, – it was, it was literally the – it was our first possession. No, it, it was. Yeah, it was. It was like it was the second play from scrimmage for for the Lions. Yeah, was it? Page- maybe it, was a, it was a different interception. It might have been a different interception. Maybe it was that one. I don't know. I just think it, it, anytime, so you know, honestly, them. anytime you throw a pick six, it's just such a momentum killer. Like it yeah. sucks. Um, it, it's just it's such a shitty. Like that's how you start. Like if if that was the second play of the game, that's how you started off. Yep. man, that sucks. Yeah, uh, that's fair. And Honestly, best, of, best of the game, probably Jason Hansen, four for four. Four for four, baby. Hall of Fame. Probably working on his golf game on the sideline. <laughs> I don't need to worry about kicking. I'm good. <laughs> uh, well, all right. This this has been this has been fascinating for me to find somebody on the other end of the spectrum. Tough life. Someone's got to live it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you have to. It does. It's I guess true. maybe I it guess isn't I, a choice. I really don't, but. I don't know. You'd be surprised at, <clears throat> like, guys that just, they have jump ship, like, early, early. Hmm. And then, like, you know, talking, like, maybe, like, 10, 12 years old or whatever, they're like, this is enough is enough. They shift teams. They go go to college, and then they move to a different city. And, like, it's okay. They, no one knows. 
You're a Lions fan. Like you could for they for all they know, you grew up a Saints fan. Like it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> like those guys are good. And I just never thought that that was a possibility. I was like, I'm I am I am in. And at this point now I really can't change. No, now you're, I'm you're, really you're invested, yeah. 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 The sunk cost fallacy, right? Uh yeah. last year me and our other coworker we bet on the Lions over and wins just so we could feel it a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we put like 20 bucks down on the Lions to win six games. <laughs> yeah. And Stafford, when Stafford went down, I told him, I was like, guys, this, it's over. <laughs> we are not, this is, we are fighting for yards at this point, let alone wins. <laughs> dude, it was wrong. They went no one eight. Started out so good, though. We were like three and five. We're like, dude, we're definitely hitting me over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. That's that's rough. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, what do we have to look forward to next week, boys? Who are we playing? I don't know. We are home against the um, the Detroit Lions of the AFC East. Buffalo. Hey, you got it in one. Oh, speaking of which. <gasps> Did oh, it come? is this the hat? Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it arrived. Dude, we got a chicken wing hat. I oh, can't even put my God. headphones off this fucking thing. Give me the side oh, profile view. It doesn't even look like a chicken wing. No, it looks like a, it just looks like, like, like a big Rex. Yeah, like, like yeah, a big orange cock head. on my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it looks like a rocket ship, Craig. It's a rocket ship, not a cock. <laughs> Marty's rocket. Yeah, finger painting of a fucking rocket ship. <laughs> so I think all the listeners at home are are all going to have the same question. Uh, what does it smell like? Does it smell like chicken wings? Dude, uh, well, I'll tell you what. First of all, it's very <laughs> poorly made. Like, really? It's one of those things where I could just like rip this off and it would start, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like the foam. It's like a Nerf shit. football. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's essentially what it smells like, too, if you compare it to like a, a, a foam football you found in your basement. It's starting to like deteriorate here. It's brand new. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess you get what you pay for when you buy a fucking chicken wing hat from a restaurant and get it shipped halfway across the country. Wasn't <laughs> it like 50 bucks, though? Yeah, 50 40 bucks something. well spent, Steve. all right so i yeah i i mean that gets us in the mood for for the buffalo bills coming to town that's right week nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills (laughs) i love that is is that is that a preview of you're gonna have some more um chris burmanisms for us well, maybe next week I might just do uh, just be a Bills fan for the week. How about that? Add a little Ooh. spice to the podcast. I I don't. Well, one, I don't know if you can drink enough. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm oh, just gonna get a fucking thirty six pack of Labatt Blue. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, of Labatt Blue because I, I don't know if they sell it in North Carolina. I like Labatt Blue. That's pretty Labatt good. Labatt Blue is a great right. beer. Yeah, like it's Labatt just Blue. tough to find anywhere yeah. south of New York. Yeah, I like uh, Icy Lights, too. Icy Light? Yeah. Iron, the Iron, Iron City Light? Yeah. Yeah. The, the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's, it's not bad. It's not good, but it's it's like it's, it's good. better than Miller Light. No, Miller it's good, Light. No, it's it's good tailgating beer. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's – I, I don't know. We're kind of into this, but 
Let's do it. Being a Lions fan, the tailgates are fantastic. Really? Because everybody knows it's typically, like statistically, it's downhill from there. <laughs> That's the so event. the tailgates the are, are pretty, pretty electric. Huh. Uh, I'm assuming the Browns are the same way. I, I you got to think the worse right? your team is, Buffalo I too, yeah. maybe the better the tailgate. That's There's got to be true. a correlation. Yeah. Yeah. The Patriots tailgates aren't that crazy. They're right. not that awesome. No. no. That's true, yeah. There's too much entitlement happening. Yeah. The game is. It's also probably like a blue collar city thing. Like if you think of like what an LA tailgate looks like, I bet it's horrendous. Well, I bet Detroit, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, all those. That's the thing. I think I think those Detroit Buffalo tickets are probably cheaper to get. So yeah, definitely get a a wider range of of people going to them. Right. It's kind of like an open. Not that cheap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To get more of the, the true people coming to the games instead of the the luxury class, which as we know, not great fans. That's you, but Andy. You're final fucking nerds either. I wish. <laughs> Fuck nerds. Fucking Joey Harrington. <laughs> the third down percentage of the standard deviation. <laughs> Three and a half mean averages from correlations. If you, if you graph it out on your on your TI eighty six, you'll see. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in the locker room, I don't know who, but one of the veterans just had to eventually be like, hey, what's the percentage of you shutting the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no way someone didn't say that. Cool. Uh, how long do you last on uh, on on the lines? Because we could probably put a percentage of that. Five, what do you say? How long was Harrington there? Five, six, six, seven years, I think. Really? Oh man, that's, a, that's 2002 a to what? No, up. no, it could have been that. Maybe five years max. Yeah. <laughs> then he because he went to the Dolphins. I don't remember that. So maybe it was only four. Maybe we didn't re-sign yeah. him. It was four years. Yeah. The Dolphins and then Atlanta and then he retired. Yeah. And he actually wow, he played was... Detroit on Thanksgiving as a Dolphin for. You said there was he at the Miami for like what, like two two years probably? Just one year. One year. One year. He started 11 games, though, which is surprising. Started 10 games for Atlanta, too, which I don't remember at all. Don't remember that, yeah. That must have been the uh, year before they drafted Ryan. Had to be, right? Yeah. Post-Vic. Yep. Yeah, that transition. Some would say those were the dog days (laughs) of Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Dude, by the way, I just listened to the episode the other day. I specifically told you to cut the rape joke, Andy. Yeah. I did. I listened to that one, too. I did. No. Well, no, clearly you did it because I heard it last night. Yeah, I heard it, too. The off-color one, Greg, you mean? Yes. Exactly. You tried to backtrack? I cut, I, 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 I cut the joke. Nope. Maybe, no. Maybe you cut the original nope. version. Whoops. No, it's, it was still in there. <laughs> Well, that's good. <laughs> God, I hope no one from my work ever listens to this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Greg fired. Get I'm up. so fucked. I'm so fucked. <laughs> Greg's running for office in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, oh, boy. At least we're having fun, right, guys? That's yeah. right. That's what life's about. Everybody except Trevor. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what, though. I told, I told Steve, I was like, so what, what can I expect? And he was like, well, you know, we're going to kind of watch the game or you know, watch the game prior, drink some beers. 
and just talk about what it means to be a Lions fan. This is kind of like free therapy. This was good for me. <laughs> I think I needed this August to just kind of level my head. Uh, and now I'm ready to go. You ready? You're all work? in on uh, yeah. Stafford. I'm all in. Matt I think this right. is the year. I think, I think so. Who's that guy that drafted the running back? Swift. Swift. Oh, dude, that guy is like a guy from my work. That's like his, his like nephew. The kid really? from Georgia? Yeah. 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 That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work yeah, well. what are his feelings? <laughs> Dude, why is that he's, not he, good, Andy? He's sad that the guy went to uh, Detroit, I think is probably yeah. his feelings. So I always that I always wondered that. Like when I was a kid. <laughs> more not not like more so now, because now it's like, well, you, you get a job, you're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to, yeah, to I play think sport, that's right? Good. But yeah. when I was a kid, like I was always like, man, like people probably really hate coming here. Like they're probably sitting over there like not Detroit, not Detroit, not Detroit. <laughs> you know, fingers crossed, just praying. It was like the gauntlet. It was like, fuck. <laughs> Especially the guys that went to like Miami or, you know, oh, UCLA. Yeah, yeah. like they the have to school. be like, yeah. Well, at least, so I think with Miami, if you play bad, you have built in excuses. Maybe they went out partying. It's a cool city. Yeah, There's yeah. lots to do warm weather you have no excuse especially in 2002 with like detroit if anything you would think like because there was nothing to do the city was not great back in 2002 now much much better oh two and it was peak just it was just run down like there just there wasn't like a thriving businesses and stuff like that and then it only got worse and oh you know riding up until oh eight um might as well study the playbook yeah you would think if football nerd Joey Harrington would have been studying the playbook. Instead, I don't know, he was kicking rocks in the street. I don't know what he was doing, man. <laughs> Maybe he was just studying the wrong plays. He was studying the interception plays. <laughs> well, it doesn't help when your coach draws the playbook in crayons and kind of <laughs> – The sun's lost in translation. Yeah. Oh, God. Marty. Poor Marty. I feel bad for him. I bet he made a pretty penny. I don't feel that, man. (laughs) I mean, what else is he doing? You'd probably join us, right? He's he's still in the NFL. Is he really? Yeah, he's an offensive consultant for the Eagles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because was it last year or year before he was on the... uh, The Ravens. The Ravens, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years ago. Still sticking around somehow. Dude, that's what happens, you know? You get your foot in the door. Like Hugh Jackson goes 0-16, and he's still fucking kicking around. That's true. Yeah, but we're talking 2002 failure, and he's still around. Like, that's that's, yeah, that's some impressive staying power. That is. For that no guy, reason. you know what? I'm, I'm kind of with you, Greg. Like, we may be downplaying this guy. Like, we're not giving him <laughs> enough credit. I don't, like... <laughs> Now Matt Millen, there's someone that he's he's out of the NFL, right? He is yeah, he's he out of the NFL. He actually had a health scare a little bit ago, but Detroit, there's I think two people in Detroit uh history that I think people will always, always, always have a bad taste in their mouth. One was a governor who was really like crooked. He ended up going to, and it was Kwame Kilpatrick, and that I think made national news just like stole a shitload of money, stuff like that. Um, and then the other one is Matt Millen. 
and there was a parade for when he was he was fired. There was a legit. There was a parade. <laughs> <laughs> Got to celebrate some. Like there was two. Like people made tombstones. It Ooh, was like wow. yeah. I mean, people were through the roof when that guy <laughs> was fired. It, I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, there was like people would have. Uh, fire millen signs and people would chant that. it and, wouldn't and, they write it on the paper bags that they would wear over their head yeah and it got mm. so bad that if if you were caught having it going into the stadium they would take it away from you like wow. it was just that that was part of the culture that was it was just toxic like the whole thing yeah. right oh my god dude there's a fucking wikipedia section the fire millen movement <laughs> yeah, dude, dude it's saying that movement. It's saying that at like a fucking in Los Angeles at an NBA game between Detroit and the Clippers, there was a chant started <laughs> in Los Angeles. Fire Matt Millen. <laughs> well, I, I, I this I is feel awesome. Like you get it that. became like fun. Like it, yeah. Like, yeah, it became a thing. But also, like it was like haha. But like no. But seriously, like, this guy's yeah, gotta get go. The fuck out of here. If we yeah. draft another wide receiver, I'm gonna lose my shit. I mean, you're kind of hearing the same fan, thing listen about, to this yeah. is being like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like you hear Fire Dan Snyder or like sell the team chance from yeah. like in the, Washington. The, it, it says that even uh, Rashid Wallace started chanting it during a timeout. <laughs> in one of the I love Sheed. That's amazing. Yeah, dude, that, that was uh, those, the, the 04, 05 Pistons and they were, they were pretty good through up into like 2010-ish. Yeah. Uh, and the Tigers were also good right around like 07, 08, up and through like 2014-ish. Right. Um, that That is sort of what got you through like the Lions' <laughs> just atrociousness. And then the Wings, obviously, in the early 2000s were, were really oh, good as yeah. well. So there was a lot of like balance. Now it's kind of in a period where everybody stinks – and I'm a little far removed because I don't I don't live in Michigan anymore, obviously. But I just with no Big Ten football, right? So you don't have oh, yeah. Michigan to bounce back on or, or Michigan State. They probably would they were they'd be bad in football this year too. So that just kind of adds to the suckiness for half the state, right? But <laughs> it's just a depressing time to be a Detroit Detroit sports fan right now. Every team is just in the bottom. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, it's that really tough. tough. There's just oh, nothing great. to look forward to. <laughs> uh, unlike Boston. Yeah. Exactly. We're the we're oh, Trev's experienced it at work. As soon as my team's out of the playoffs, everyone's like, Oh see, what do you think about that? And I go, It's a it's what do you mean? Hockey's over. It's basketball season. What do you mean? Basketball's <laughs> over. It's football season. What do you mean? Football's over. It's hockey season. What do you mean? Baseball's over. It's basketball yeah. season. You know, I immediately just pivot. You just move yeah. to the next one. Cause yeah, that like month and a half between Brady and Cam Newton, that was, that was tough times. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I almost didn't make it through to our next fucking NFL MVP quarterback. I, 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 I almost stopped. I almost gave up on football. Yeah. I'm in three I'm in and a half weeks. I'm in a group chat with, well, Steve is in is one of them, and uh, our buddy Scott Kravitz and Grant Johnson, and they're all pretty big Boston fans. And every it's like usually every three months, 
I have to like send this massive message just reminding them of how, <laughs> how good their life actually is in yeah. perspective of the sports world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boston sports fans have to be some of the most spoiled sports fans. In, <laughs> There's in, in probably all of sports, maybe in the world. I Possibly, mean, yeah. You guys literally took the, the city of champions and it's it's when when Pitts my girlfriend's from Pittsburgh so um when you ha- when that when Pittsburgh claims you know we are the city of champions for this reason this reason this reason yeah and then Boston comes and literally it's almost <laughs> like a checkbox that is double it's like oh you have all the Super Bowls we got that hockey <laughs> we have a Stanley Cup you want to talk about World Series yep we just now won two of those as well um <laughs> When you literally just take that and mute a city from a title, <laughs> I can't think of anything more disrespectful. <laughs> it, I mean, that's that's impressive, right? Like, my, I agree my, with you that. My favorite stat was that we had beat St. Louis in the championship of every major sport in America. <laughs> Up until they beat us in the uh, oh, uh, Stanley Cup. Bruins last year? Damn. Yeah. That would have been sweet. Right? Wait, have we beaten the Blues before? We have. Wait. What basketball team? Well, every sport that they, they had. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like every, every major sports team that they had. Right. Well, that's my, that's my thing to Pittsburgh fans. I'm like, yeah, we're just as good at everything. And then also we have 17 NBA championship banners, and you guys don't have a fucking team. <laughs> right. Mm. I could be a city of champions. Yeah, that's a goddamn true. basketball team. And it's yeah, crazy because I've, I've talked about that and it like Pittsburgh seems like they, the, the, the concept of basketball is totally oblivious. Yeah. They just, they, they're like, we, Oh, it's not a real sport. No, like it's <laughs> seriously like, I think if you talk to like real, like diehard Pittsburgh fans, like they'll tell you like basketball is so distant. Like even like, I don't think a lot of kids, they might grow up playing basketball, but I think the winter sport that they focus on is wrestling and I think that takes away from uh, any major basketball enthusiasm. Huh. And I think that's pretty unique to like, uh, I think it's, that's how they closely relate to like Ohio. Cause I think in Ohio it's, it's similar, but I think yeah, a lot of like yeah. other East coast, big cities, you know, basketball is that dominant kind of winter sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a and also in the, in the winters <laughs> they they spend a lot of time having sex with their siblings. So <laughs> can't discount that time spent you know <laughs> what? it's not the uh, south greg come on <laughs> it's south to me <laughs> you are wearing a hoodie right now andy it's fucking 91 degrees saying. in virginia nope it's 50 something in new hampshire bro all right let's finish this thing up i want to yeah. say that i am on this thanksgiving day i'm thankful for you two my brothers I love you both. It was great meeting you, Trevor. I hope we all have yes. another great year under our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was waiting for the bullshit at the end there. Amen. <laughs> what? <dude? laughs> Thanks, guy. I always take the Thanksgiving seriously, Steve, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> you Thanksgiving in August, guy. baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful your chicken wing hat finally showed up and you didn't mm. get built out of 50 bucks. Yeah, me too. Spending it at like, some random bar in Buffalo. 
I can't wait to smell it myself. It does look like a wrinkly ball sack, dude. An orange wrinkly ball sack. Like Chester Cheetos. That's like Chester Cheetos <laughs> yeah. ball sack right there. Steve, what do your balls look like if that reminds you of ball sacks, bud? Big, wrinkly. What do you mean? <laughs> what do yours look like? Well, for one, they're both about the same size. Yeah. Grand <laughs> Canyon. <Those aren't. laughs> Grand Canyon. A lot of folds. <laughs> uh, Craig, stop, stop stroking it. <laughs> Dude, he's got this one big lump here. You see this thing? Yeah. <laughs> you should probably get checked out. But <laughs> <laughs> prostate cancer. Yeah, I wish we, I wish you guys had like an ad for some prostate, dude. That'd be a great plug-in right now. Maybe you guys Craig, you want to you want to plug? Uh, you want you want to plug a prostate drug? You know, plug what do you the, mean? The Buffalo Bar that sent that to you? Oh yeah. The- Oh, that's a good. That's a good question. I don't think I even know what it is. If I'm being honest, <laughs> it took me like 20 minutes to find it the first time. Yeah, Wings are us. Yeah, but if you're looking, weren't we saying we were gonna give it away to like the best Buffalo fan? So how about are. this? Yeah, whoever leaves the best review as a Buffalo fan, even if you're not a Buffalo fan, you can yeah. mock them with your mock review. I will Ooh, send you this. All right, chicken wing hat. So any, any worth Buffalo- fifty dollars on the internet. I'll send it for fucking goddamn free because I gotta get it out of my house because this fucking thing sucks. <laughs> All right, so the best Buffalo-related review that we get. Yeah, gets Wins. a free chicken wing hat. Chicken wing hat. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So it. Trevor, work on your uh, your review. Yeah. We'll just just write it as a Lions fan and then change all Lions and Detroit to Buffalo. Yeah, you do that control yeah. F. It's yeah. like find and replace. There you yep, go. Yep, yep. No, all right. We'll fire and that you up. can uh, you can do that at rate what is it? Ratethispodcast.com rate slash pass pod. Steve, you remembered. Look at you. Yeah, you say it every time. Yeah, and even I forget it. Yeah, rate this Patriotsdynasty.info for all of your latest Patriots Dynasty info stats. You fucking yes. nerd. <laughs> Yeah, so if you're Joey Harrington, you're listening to this and you want some statistics. You know, <laughs> I'll might. tell you, if, if we get Joey Harrington to listen to this podcast, I want him to rate me because I have oh. a lot of rating of him. Okay, I would yeah. like Joey Harrington to give me a rating. I, okay. On, a, on a, just a scale of one to five. Actually, Lombardi. No, we'll do Lombardi trophies. But no <laughs> NFC championships because he has the rules say he did not win one. So just Lombardis. All right, so... Yeah, so the best uh, Trevor review gets his Joey Harrington jersey. <laughs> there you go. Which will probably be handmade because that's how the lines work. <laughs> It'll be a blue shirt with a white on some numbers on. onto a blue Reebok shirt. <laughs> yeah. Put it your way. Yeah, nice Hanes. It'll be beautiful. It'll be the throwback. Yeah, we're, we're signing ourselves up for things we can't do. <laughs> Like you don't know how to iron, Andy. I know that. <laughs> I know how to iron if it involves a prank. <laughs> All right. Don't tempt me. All right, gentlemen. This has been a pleasure. Thank you, Trevor, for joining us. Thank you, guys. And uh, we will see you all next week on the Patriots Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. See you later.